You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Janovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Today, I want to talk about investing in fun. You see, there's this idea out there when we're manifesting, creating the life that we want, that we need to be serious about it, do serious work. And if you've been a listener of mine for any length of time, you understand that I'm more invested in fun than in being serious. But that, you know, having fun does not mean that we're not doing important work. I believe that you can do very important work while having fun doing it. Having fun is a choice. A lot of people say, I don't know how to have fun. I mean, if it's work, it's work, right? Jim Rohn used to say that if you're working at McDonald's and you're taking out the trash, they pay you a certain amount per hour. But if you're taking out the trash and you're whistling while you work, they tend to give you a raise. They tend to promote you to fries, then to burgers. And before you know it, you're running the restaurant. All because you decided to whistle while you work. But before I expound on this whole idea of having fun, what is the pull to be serious? Well, being serious, being focused is the idea that we do not have the luxury to screw it up. We have to get it right. We can't afford to fail. We don't want to fail. We better be serious. It kind of presupposes that the whole idea of having fun means goofing off. Now, goofing off is goofing off. Goofing off is not, you know, actually doing the work. But we can be engaged in the work and have fun doing it. We can be excited about it. We can be passionate about it. And it makes all the difference in the world. It raises our vibration. When we're really serious, when we're in this idea that we can't mess up, there's this stress that we bring to the project. There's this tension that is there. Now, to a certain degree, this stress or this creative tension motivates a lot of people. It actually brings us into a state of focus. But understand that this this stressful state, this focused state, this being real serious is an acquired taste. You've actually trained your body to work inside this biochemical state of mind. A stressful state is a biochemical state of cortisol and adrenaline where fun is more closely correlated with dopamine and endorphins. But you might say, okay, I get it. Maybe I want to have more fun. But I was never taught how to have fun. I don't know how to have fun while working. Well, we asked the question, if I was going to make this fun, how might I go around doing it? It might just be bringing a sense of levity, a sense of lightness to it. I wonder how much fun we can have. You see, we ask this question and it presupposes that there's going to be a certain amount of fun involved. I wonder how much fun I can have. I can remember there was a time when if I was to fall or if I was to trip, I'd get embarrassed. I'd start looking around who saw me, you know, and then I started becoming invested in this idea of having fun. And as I began entertaining this question, 
how much fun can I have? I ended up tripping on the sidewalk. I just tripped over my own two feet. But I fell and I laughed. And then I got up and I went back and looked at the sidewalk and I pointed to just the flat surface. And I said, here, here it is. I started looking around. This is what I tripped over. Now, I had fun with it. I laughed at myself. And, you know, that whole idea of laughing at ourselves or, or being embarrassed is the idea that we have something to embarrassed to be about, that other people are going to judge us. If you accept that everyone's trips from time to time, you can have fun with it and laugh at yourself. Can you laugh at yourself making mistakes? <laughs> oh, what a doofus. That was a bonehead move. And so you begin again. That's in the idea that there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. And so if you don't get it right, you laugh at yourself, you don't get tensed up. This is from peak performance. When we start getting really serious about it, we're tensing up at the foul line or at the, you know, the golf shot, we will tend to tighten our muscles and we won't be as loose and we'll hit it off to the side or we'll miss, we'll pull up short or, or shoot too far. And so having fun, this idea of having fun creates a soft space in which we can participate in. It gives us room to breathe. So if we're creating a step-by-step, in addition to this question, how much fun could I make this? Another question is, is how can I turn this into a game? Can we create a challenge for ourselves? If we, you know, get five widgets done on a normal basis, can we increase it to six? I wonder if I could increase it to six. And then if I was to really stretch it out, I wonder if I could do seven in the same amount of time. And then you start competing against yourself. You actually make it a game. You make it a challenge. Back in 1985, when I first started working with Federal Express, my first position was a foot courier. I was in a downtown location in downtown Columbus. I delivered three different buildings. And I was taught to run the route in a particular way, which based on the workload, ended up in several late packages every day. And then I would go back to the office or the business service center and complete my paperwork. Well, I was working about 18 or 19 hours a week. And FedEx at that time, if you were part-time, which I was, if you were part-time, they institute a guaranteed minimum pay, which meant that they would pay me 17 and a half hours guaranteed no matter how little I worked if I was in part-time position. Well, I was already working 18, 19 hours a week. So I actually asked myself the question, how little could I work and still get paid? I made it a game. And so I began looking at the different aspects of my route, the different time constraints, what were the time sucks, and I started eliminating things one by one. I became very proficient, very um, oriented around reducing the amount of time each activity take. The big time saver, rather than wait to do my paperwork once I got back to the business service center, was to do it as I was delivering, to do as much as possible, and then I had very minor things to correct at the end. Well, when it was all said and done, after about a month and a half, I was working about 10 hours a week. I'd shaved eight hours off my work week. I didn't know it, but my name was coming up on our report each and every week for paid, not worked. And they, they couldn't explain it. They couldn't explain why I was working so little and still getting the job done. And I stopped having lates. Everything I was delivering was delivered on time. My customer service went up. 
I, I actually improved in every facet of the job because I made it a game. But an unintended consequence, because I was making it a game because I was focused on working as little as possible and my name was coming up on a report every week as getting paid but not working for it, they took me off the route. They upgraded my position. I actually got a promotion when, in my mind, I was just trying to make as much per hour as possible. I just made it a game. And that sense of a game, that sense of adventure carried with me throughout my career at FedEx. But I've also applied it to just about every other area of my life. In fact, doing this podcast, I like to have a lot of fun doing it. If I'm not having fun doing this podcast, I don't know why I would do it. Because frankly, it doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve you. So why would I not have fun? And so I want to charge you with the idea of asking the question, how much fun can you have? How good can you stand it? Can you turn it into a game? Can you make it an adventure? To me, an adventure is exciting. Life is an adventure. You hear it at the end of every podcast. We are involved, engaged in the epic adventure. The epic adventure is your life. It's your day-to-day. Can you have fun just driving to work? Finding, and, and just can you set back and be the master of the road? That's a game. Let every other person on the road do whatever they do. They can violate rules. They can cut in front of people. But you are going to be undeterred. You're going to arrive at your destination with calm equanimity. That's a game. You get to set the rules. You get to say what the parameters are. You get to set, you know, what the context is. And for me, and I suggest for you, the context is how much fun can we enjoy? How much fun can we make this? Well, until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, be interdirected as you engage in the epic adventure. <laughs>